0: I know normally you will hear me talk about what we talked about on the show. Unfortunately, when we recorded this episode, the tragic death of Coach Mike Leach had not happened yet. So the guys at From Corner to Corner have not had the opportunity to talk about this on an episode. And we are... Recorded up for the rest of the year, and we won't be back until after the first of the year. Although we will be having shows drop every Saturday, they're already pre-recorded, so we're not going to have the opportunity to talk about Coach Leach. But all of us on the podcast are saddened by his death. He was a national treasure, a unique individual, and he individually helped change the game of football college and pro level and we are deeply saddened by his loss and we look forward to talking about him when we're back after the new year with that being said on with the show ladies gentlemen boys
1: and girls and sports enthusiasts from around the world This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive,
2: or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch
1: to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch,
0: Adam Big Country Muncy, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. We're all here today. This is amazing. The gang is all here. Of course, we're having to record on a Sunday afternoon in order to pull that off.
3: <laughs>
0: but we're here. But, but we are here. here. So, exciting day of football so far today. What about the Lions, man? Pulling off another victory. What about Evan Ingram?
3: He has went berserk tonight.
0: Berserker. Yeah. So was uh, Trevor Lawrence and the So did Kenny Pickett.
1: Jaguars. <laughs> Kenny Pickett set the world on fire.
2: By going to the... Um,
1: Blue tent. Yeah, blue tent. He got blue tinted. Yeah. Early.
2: And then Mitch came in and said, Hold my beer.
1: Hold yeah. my beverage.
0: They still
3: lost, though.
1: They still yeah, lost. Well. That's and what about the Ravens down to their third string quarterback because Huntley got hurt? Oh, I didn't see that.
3: Yeah. Who is their third string <laughs> like, quarterback? Hey, here's, here's Anthony what, Brown or something like that. Here's
1: what ESPN
2: fantasy app says Unknown player. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Like it's their emergency guy. Like, they just called him up. Was like, "Hey, yo!" Wow.
0: I think it's Anthony Brown. That's uh, that's going to hurt them for sure because it said today that Lamar's probably out till week sixteen. Yeah, and the you know the Bengals won, so they took the lead in the the AFC or Central or North or whatever.
3: AFC Central hasn't been around for a long time, Sean.
0: Whatever. So
3: back in my
0: day. <laughs> All right, so we had the Heisman Trophy celebration last night. It was single-handedly the worst group of Heisman finalists I've ever seen. I mean, it, you, if if Caleb Williams hadn't have won, it would have been a travesty. It'd been no hacksaw MacDuggan. Duggan, whoa! I don't know about. I don't know about that. I mean, I didn't even CJ.
2: Two-man. CJ kn- I needed even. CJ needed to be there. After Duggan's, um, oh D- Duggan, Haxall, Haxall, Max Duggan. Max Duggan, oh, I-, I can understand why he would be there, being undefeated. What about five gallon Stetson Bennett? No way should he have been there.
3: He's better than Will Levis.
2: La- Was Will Levis even questioned Adam. to be there? At the beginning Adam, of the year. hold no, on. stop, on.
1: stop, it stop, 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 stop. Adam, you've said a lot of terrible things on this show.
3: Stetson Bennett's better than Will Levis.
1: You are wrong. Nope. I will agree with you, and I got your back quite often. I can't on this one, and it's not because Will Levis plays in Lexington.
2: If Will Levis would have been on Georgia's team, we're
1: talking about
0: five gallon Stetson Bennett. He threw sixteen touchdowns and six interceptions this year. That's what Stetson Bennett, did. and he went to he, the Heisman. He's a game stand. manager. They nah, he, only he's an NFL him there. He's a he's
1: an NFL backup. The only reason he was there – Levis is an NFL starter. Was because – three years. It doesn't matter. He's still a starter.
0: Corum was hurt. Yes. Hooker was hurt. Yes. And they punished both of them because of it. And that. And he's in his back-to-back national – or back-to-back semi- or, uh, pl- college football playoffs with a chance to win back-to-back national titles. That's the only reason he's there. He does have a great story. Five-gallon it, Stetson has a has great a story. He has a
1: phenomenal story. Kirby Smart has even come out to say that I tried every way in the world to get him to leave. Yeah. And he just wouldn't – he was like a gnat at a barbecue. He just wouldn't leave.
2: Because he knew he wasn't going to be an NFL player, so no, why I think, not, no, just no, no. Leave,
1: not just stay here? I think Stetson Bennett's going to be an NFL player. I think he gets drafted. And he's one of those guys that you look up in 10 or 12 years, and he's still holding Tom Brady's clipboard.
0: I mean – He'll be the next Colt McCoy that rides the bench. and right. Is that good, reliable, Listen, can get you through a second half Chase of a ball Daniel's game. Daniels, most – Chase Daniel is still an NFL backup. Right.
1: His most remarkable thing he's ever done in the NFL is eat a booger on live TV. (laughs) Or Blaine Gabbert.
2: Same difference. Not
1: wrong. (laughs) Tell me something Chase Daniel has done better than eat a booger on live TV. (laughs) So very true. And he was trying to be sly about it. He picked it down to the side. Looks. Oh, that's
2: a big one. Right to to the pie hole. That'll hold me over until (laughs) halftime.
1: It's like, Chase, the national world. I know I just said national world. It doesn't really exist. But. Oh, for NFL, it is the world. It is. We all just saw you eat a booger. <laughs> hey, but Blaine, you knock on Blaine all you want to. Dude was a starter for a little while. Yeah.
2: Oh, how we wish Twitter was uh, going back then and they could have used the gif where Leonard <laughs> uh, DeCaprenail goes, Right, like that, points at the TV, like, "Oh, what would he just do?" I see him. You haven't seen that?
0: I don't think so. Never seen. Really? That. It's a clip out of the Wolf of Wall Street. Thank you. I think. Yeah. There's a lot of TikToks out there that they do that, and then they're it's like pointing attention to something, and then it would show him eating the booger. And it's, you all are social media. So, so, <laughs> so, so, so <laughs>
2: media. Social Words media. Words are hard. <laughs> That's the first time I've said that.
1: This is what happens when you're on the show a couple weeks. You forget how to talk. You stumble over your words. You want to plug...
0: What the heck was that? (laughs) That's three weeks in a row now. My Microsoft 365 has expired.
1: Okay, well. Cancel that,
0: Joker. Neil rocking the nice shirt today, though. Thank you. That's the uh, Roosevelt's Christmas Vacation. Not
1: just a great shirt. A movie that Adam's wife... Has never seen.
0: No, she's
3: seen it. She just don't like it. Oh, she doesn't like. Well, it would be better. seen it hadn't would be better it. if she hadn't seen it. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. Are you serious? That serious? Okay. She says this movie's well, this, too old. How do just, you like this? this that just
0: took over the next fifteen minutes. That's that's that's
2: a that's a bad take. But obviously, I have a worse take compa- uh, from what Neil thinks.
1: You have a lot of worse takes. <laughs> I don't like, <laughs> especially compared to what Neil
3: thinks.
2: I don't like the Christmas story. I think it's awful.
3: Mm. You don't like it either. I'm okay with it, but the, it does get overplayed a lot.
0: I, I told Neil that I've never watched the whole movie all the way through.
3: I would rather I've watched have a twenty four hour Christmas Vacation marathon. I would agree. I would agree with that. That would be fair.
0: But to me,
1: like a Christmas story is a holiday tradition. Like you have to watch. You'll shoot your eye out,
3: kid. Have you watched the newest one?
1: Just watched it last night. It's really it, good. It,
3: it's really good.
1: But I. I, th- I told Sean, I said, if you haven't seen the Christmas story all the way through, I would recommend watching it all the way yeah. through first. Because there are some things that it flashes back to that it talks about that, that if you haven't seen the first one or aren't familiar with it, you won't really understand what's going Do on.
2: Do they narrate through this one also?
1: Ralphie 100% narrates oh. through it.
2: Yeah,
3: It's, hey, it's really good.
2: I, I don't like a movie that has narration in it at all.
0: So back to the uh, Ashley. What does she not like about it? The F word. It's too old. <gasps> it's too old. That's what she says. It's too
3: old. Her favorite Christmas movie is Elf,
0: and I and don't that's a, in the
3: top three. It's sure. a it's a great movie, but it's, it's not Christmas. It's vacation. easily
0: Will Ferrell's greatest performance. But does she realize that was one of his first movies
1: that he ever made? Speaking of which, real quick tidbit of information I found out this week. Do you know the head elf that's checking in the toy workshop when they're putting their toys together? And uh, Will Ferrell, buddy, he's like, buddy, how many did you put together today? And he's like, I don't want to say. And they, 87 or whatever. And they're like, oh! He's like, I'm just saying, I'm just a cotton headed ninny muggins, right? Yes. yes. That elf with the clipboard is Ralphie
0: from A Christmas Story.
3: Huh. That's Peter Billingsley.
0: You're right. Never thought about Never that. Never
3: would have crossed my mind. I
0: didn't. So if we want to talk about age of movies. <laughs> the old ticker. The old TikTok.
2: So Peter Billingsley, the only way he makes a living is in Christmas movies.
0: I don't know. He
1: made a pretty good living off Christmas story. Yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> but that's it. Hey,
3: Christmas story. And Christmas story enough. Christmas. A Christmas story Christmas.
1: And by the way, whenever I found that piece of tidbit of information that Ashley does not like Christmas Vacation. Adam's two boys were in the middle of having a no holds barred throwdown <laughs> in the middle of church.
3: They, they were, <laughs> and I think, and, and I think it he, was my fault. He started it. I
1: did because I called one of them John Cena, and he was like, Mm-mm. and then and then Isaiah was like, so and you must be Roman Reigns. Well, then he gets out to start posing in in the alley and show me his moves, and then Max Spider-Monkey's him, and their their fist and feet and their their. I was like, "Oh, good lord!"
0: Didn't even bat eye. <laughs> no, so, yeah. was was the ball of dirt, you know, just like foaming up no, no, around no. them. Well, ground? it was
1: it was church this morning, so they so they had been bathed, they, uh, and, just
0: in general, right? You know, I know. Now.
3: now, had it been Thursday night, there might have been a ball of dirt. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> <Right>. Thursday's way <laughs> away from Saturday night, right? But I,
1: I, I was like, there. I mean, they were throwing, yeah. They so throw, I can only imagine what it's like uh, at your house. Yeah. Oh brotherly love.
3: There's a lot of times Isaiah will put his hands around Max's neck and just bang <laughs> him into the couch, and I'm just like, "Tough it out, son. Like this is the circle of life." He's, a, he's coming up with dominance here. Like he's a alpha self.
0: dog. That's funny.
3: Well, I I have a feeling that. Isaiah won't be able to do that very much longer. Oh, no. Max won't put up with it. No. Isaiah will always be bigger than Max, but Max ain't going to put up with Max is thing.
1: the one. Max is squirrely. Like, you're going to have to put Max all the way down for him to stop coming.
3: Yes.
0: Well, it's like the videos you shared the other night of them playing basketball. He just literally runs up to the kid and rips the basketball out of their hands and takes off with it. And I was like, well, the object of the game is to steal the ball. He doesn't give them a choice. He just goes and takes it away from them.
3: So, there was one the day before that my wife hadn't recorded. This kid is probably two times the size of of Max. Easy. Max runs up, grabs the ball. The kid's hanging on. He's obviously bigger. And, like, Max is off the ground as this kid's spinning around with the ball, and Max just rips it and goes. I'm just like, all right, man, let's go. No fear. No fear.
1: He's not not afraid of nothing. Now, were, were you that way as a child?
3: No. I was more like Isaiah.
0: Yeah, Max, no fear Muncy, no fear Muncy.
3: But now our personalities. Now Max acts more like me, and Isaiah yeah. acts more like my wife.
0: Yeah. So he didn't like the Christmas story either, or I mean, the uh, Christmas vacation either. Listen, he did. I learned something very valuable
1: today. You do not call Max John Cena.
3: No, you don't.
1: He Isaiah is the the John Cena nut, right? Well,
3: Isaiah well, does like John Cena, but he's Roman Reigns, right? Right, now. and oh, okay. th- well,
1: that's really what the fight started over was because I said, well, that must make Isaiah Roman Reigns, and I don't think that pleased Max. Yeah, I don't think he was extremely happy about that. <laughs> I felt like I should apologize, but I was too busy
0: watching. It was it was like a car crash; like you couldn't turn away.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of fists that fly in the house.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So, So, Heisman Trophy. Yeah, so uh, what was it? Max (laughs) Muncy. He won it. Eventually. Hey,
1: I just saw this before. Did you all know that Deion Sanders was named the head coach at the University of Colorado? (gasps) What a great hire. I believe I heard that. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I I don't know that Colorado will see any change happen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so.
0: Well, if nothing else, the local restaurants are going to get a boost in the economy. Have you all seen the videos of Prime just walking through and like – he goes in and does a review in the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he talks to the manager and just straight up, like, service was an A, this was an A, that was an A. And he goes, but you, you chicken, you, I'm a southern guy. The chicken wasn't now, really that good. Now, he so. said his food was good That's and right, everybody it else's son. food yeah. was good. Yeah. His
3: son said the chicken needed more seasoning, Yeah, which is a nice way so, to say it. Just Your chicken don't got no flavor. <laughs> so, just, and, it was, you cooked of,
0: it too long. Instead of giving them an A+, a plus, he gave them an A. Yeah. You know, But, I mean, you think about the impact that that will have for those restaurants and stuff. Because he's like, if I give you an A, that means I'm coming back.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's what we said and that Deion Sanders is going to do for Boulder, Colorado. He's going to these restaurants. They're not going to have to worry about getting customers anymore. Right. And, like, he's already showing. I'm committed to to this community, mm-hmm. like I'm still down at Jackson doing doing my thing, but I'm here. Like you got me, and it, it is amazing. What I mean, as of today, he has two guys that left head coaching positions to join his staff, and one of them just to be a position coach. One of them, yeah,
0: just to be a position coach because he has both his coordinators. Yeah, but it's it's like it's going to be the rub. Right. Like he's gonna bring these guys in and he, he's gonna develop and he's gonna start turning. He's coaches going out to like turn strategy. into
1: the new Nick Saban. Yeah.
0: Coaches are gonna to
1: go to Boulder, Colorado to, to to get rehabbed.
0: And and they're gonna get may that may be the way he helps the African American coaching because that guy that came from uh I know, think it was Southern. No, it oh, wasn't was, it wasn't Southern. It definitely wasn't Southern. I thought um, it was Southern. No, I can't. Oh, it was uh, Mississippi Valley. Oh, well, it was yeah, yeah. Mississippi right. Valley State or something like that. But Ball. he was a, he was African American. So
2: Mississippi Valley State best player was
3: Tio.
1: No, Jerry Rice. Bingo.
3: I knew it was a wide receiver. No,
1: I was going to say Riddick Bowe.
0: <laughs> so the because he played defensive end or something. What do you box? <laughs> yes. So the okay. The best thing about the Heisman last night, wrapping that up, was when Caleb Williams is standing up there and he goes, you know, it's great to win the Heisman, but all four of you all are going to the college football playoff. No, no. The best
2: part about the Heisman ceremony was when – It ended – Well, when C.J. Stroud came out and shook the first two guys' hands and the next guy was Desmond Howard and he just – went directly past him and <laughs> to his seat.
3: He did not shake his hand. That's he was fantastic.
2: Like, no, I am not shaking anybody from Michigan's hand. That's fantastic.
3: That, and Desmond Howard, you know. Like he this, loves that. This whole thing is staged. Like, when they're coming, uh-huh. it's rehearsed. Yep. So, Desmond Howard knows C.J. Stroud is next, and he's turned around talking to the other guy, so Howard's not acknowledging him. And Stroud's like, well, I'm not going to sit here and wait on your handshake. Right. Just walks on up.
1: But that, I mean, like. They like they love that stuff. Oh, oh yeah,
2: RG three was in the background of the pitcher when he finally got to his seat. He was just like, oh
1: man. So, but all in all, you had you had Caleb Hollywood Williams, you got uh, you got Hacksaw MacDug- Max Duggan, ho, oh! you got five gallon Stetson Bennett, and then you got CJ Stroud. It was the worst Heisman
2: Trophy presentation four people up there I've ever seen.
1: And then you think like so Caleb Williams had the had the the vulgar Joe Namath on his fingernails, right? Yes. F Utah. Yes. And here's so that got a lot of bad press. But it only got bad press because they lost. If he has that on his fingernails and they win, nobody says anything about it. Probably not, no. If Joe Namath makes that claim that they're gonna win the Super Bowl and they lose, he's the biggest laughing stock in pro football. I think he's a terrible player anyway. He never, that was the only thing he ever did. And now he does like Cialis commercials or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, but but you got Broadway Joe kicked back in a in a lounge chair, calling he's going to win the Super Bowl. And it worked. So when you say things like that, Mr. Williams, you got to back them up. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was close like it was the first time. You got smacked. They smacked you with a yeah. shillelagh. Shillelagh smacked.
0: Oh, the shillelagh. The shillelagh smack. And, you you know, looking back now, worst loss of the season for Utah was losing the that opener to Florida. 100%. Because they're, they're in yep. I, I call, Ohio State I, spot right I now. I that
2: one. You did?
1: I did call that one. Yes, you did.
2: I didn't call that one. I called U- Utah to be in a national championship game. And they were really technically one game away. Way to go, Florida. <laughs> it was the best win
0: that Florida had all oh, year m-
2: long. Without a doubt.
0: Hmm.
2: So what? Yes.
0: What was there one better?
3: No, I didn't.
0: Was, hmm. Oh. So World Cup. Down to the Final Four. West. Apparently the surprise Morocco team, right?
3: Yeah. West picked France at the beginning of yeah, this. He I did. picked Argentina. They're still left. They're still left. Oh, I didn't realize
1: Argentina was still in it. Yep. So, um, Morocco, there's no, like, that might be, when you look at the stage, that might be one of, if not the biggest upset in World Cup history.
2: I mean, there's been two or three
1: of them. This World Cup that could be called that. Um, Japan beating Germany. But when you look at the stage, like the quarterfinals to go to the semis and they knock off Spain.
2: I agree with that, but then again, the African countries are usually pretty good um, in the
1: World Cup. They're not semi-final good, though. I don't know.
3: I mean, Morocco's the first African team to make the semi-finals. It's true. That's so, true. I mean, that's, right. that's true. a true statement. Right. They're that's not true. semi-final good.
2: The, I mean, they shouldn't have won that game. I mean, versus Portugal with Ronaldo, and that may have been the
0: reason they lost.
2: I mean, Ronaldo only played 40 minutes.
0: I didn't I didn't even know Morocco was an African
1: country. <laughs> I honestly, when I first saw it, I didn't either. I thought it was a Caribbean country, if I'm being completely I honest. Did, oh, I Doesn't I had it had sound no like idea. it should be in the Caribbean? Like, yeah. Morocco,
0: down there
3: near, you know. I, I had no idea. Down around Morocco. the Virgin okay. Islands, so I'm going to go to
1: Morocco. No, it's in Africa. <laughs> what?
0: Doesn't make any sense. You know, Aruba, Jamaica, Jamaica Morocco, Morocco, I want to take it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that makes sense. Take you. <laughs> like... And then you had, <laughs> then you had Croatia win. Yep. Not a huge upset, but still an upset nonetheless.
2: Yeah, I mean they basically got one player that's a phenomenal player. After that, it's they're just okay.
1: Did you see uh, the uh, the guy from Croatia hit the PK, and then he did the uh, uh, was it the Sergio the Sergio Ramos? Him and Sergio Ramos are uh, PGP uh, teammates. And he was left off the roster.
2: Oh, really?
1: And he did Sergio Ramos's uh, I did not celebration as like a should you, you should have had my guy on the roster, right? Hmm. So, I mean, we're we're clearly headed to Messi's first uh, first shot at the World Cup. Like he's going to be in the finals,
3: and then he rides off into the. So sunset. Argentina
2: plays Croatia. Croatia. Mm.
3: It's going to be
1: tough. It's going to be tough. But we got, but we got Morocco and France. There's no way that Morocco can upset France.
2: I would agree with you because the way France played in the second half was the reason they won last year and, and the reason and, they should be in the finals this year. And
1: Adam, by the way, the only reason that Wes took France and what? I didn't was because he took he he got to give his opinion first because I I said I would take France.
3: and then you took Germany. I right? took Germany.
2: Yeah. Oh well. Sorry. How did Mexico do?
1: <laughs> they, they, they did – they're tough. They were there. They were there. They showed up, right. But, you know, the biggest story coming – See, I should
0: have took England. They would have had a better impression. That's fine. That's fine. And the, then they
1: uh, choked. You know, <laughs> the, the beginning of your story was more important than the middle of mine anyway. Um, <laughs> the biggest story coming out of the World Cup is that soccer journalists that,
3: yep.
1: air quotes, died of natural causes in – Guitar, yeah, I, and he wore a gay pride
3: shirt. It, it was a rainbow, a rainbow shirt, rainbow shirt,
1: shirt. Uh, which his brother is right is gay, and uh, they're thinking that
0: they offed him, and then something about maybe what he wrote on Twitter or something too, though, right? Well, he he made a blog post
3: like six hours maybe before it happened he said he was fighting pneumonia right
2: i think he i had, did not see that
3: i think he had went to the medical clinic at the world cup okay because he had pneumonia and he basically said my body shut down after 3 weeks of like little sleep and stuff like this so he was on the men took all day wednesday off went to the match thursday and that's when it happened
1: his brother put out a video that said he talked to him the day before and that he was one hundred percent healthy.
2: He was he was tweeting about the game that was going on at the time. I want to say maybe the Argentina game. I mean, when that five hours before the um, statement came out, there was tweets from him talking about the game that had just happened, and and then all of a sudden they said, you know, uh, un- unfortunate news. You know, Grant Wall um, passed away, and you are like. Wait a minute, He was. I, I, I just saw that he was on Twitter. Um, you know, I was going to text you all and just say, as much as the World Cup has been under scrutiny because of where it's at and why it was there and so on and so forth, the World Cup has been really, really, really good. The play has been. The fans have been really good. And then this just marred everything. Right. Because there's – I mean, you hope – in the big scheme of things, it's because of natural causes. But, man, if it's not, and they come out with a with a with facts and a real story that a, he was killed, I mean, <laughs> there needs to be some people that go down for that. And they probably won't be because it's in money, money, money. Right. Because, I mean, it came out right as the statement came out. I mean, an hour after that, talking about how Qatar has done things just like this, if they, if they did have a part in it in killing people to just their homeland people that, that are in the media, like, Nope, you said the wrong thing. Well,
1: and if we learned anything from Brittany Kreiner, when you are an American who is well known and you do one thing or say one thing that's out of line again, when you're in a different country, then you are subject to their rules, their rules. Um, you know, I mean, we don't even have Brittany Grinder down on our thing. She, of course, she of course got out. We we made a uh, we made a, a trade. Um, no matter how you feel about the trade, that's not your, that's not who we are. We're not a we're not a political podcast, but we do. I mean, she is American. We do have her back on American soil now. Uh, Something I like that's that's to be. I mean, you know, I guess that's something to be thankful for. Uh, at the end of the day, though, we still have thousands of people in America that are serving time for drug-related offenses. The same thing that she was yeah. that she was arrested for in Russia, and we don't cause that kind of stink about that. So, you know, it it it's kind of hard to look at that and be like, you know, your 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 status. Doesn't matter. I mean, because she can put a ball in a basket at a at a high rate, it's like the rules shouldn't be the same.
3: And it also helps that she's a head taller than everybody she's playing against. Right.
0: That was one hundred percent a political move. is all that?
1: Oh, was. that was. And uh, one the one thing I will say about it is uh, somebody said John Chris. You know John Chris. He's a uh, he is a Christian comedian. And he said something along the lines of this is the first trade in WNBA history that anybody's ever cared about. <laughs> that's terrible.
2: <laughs> Comedian, but completely he's, right. He's not
0: wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's pretty funny. And he doesn't mind to be a little edgy with his with his humor. He'll push the limit, that's for sure. So Next on the list, I had the uh, college football review from when we made our picks earlier in the season.
3: This is not going to turn out good. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well,
1: I mean, listen, I had Texas in the Final Four in the playoff, okay? I had USC in the playoff. USC almost made it. Texas, not so fast.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. I had uh, Alabama winning the SEC. Clemson winning the ACC. Got that one. Ohio State winning the Big Ten. Not that one. Utah won the Pac-12. Not that one. So you no, went they did Yeah, they didn't. Utah yeah, so did.
1: So, you went two for four.
0: And then, uh, okay, State in the Big 12. My wild card was USC. And then the playoff, I had Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. And I had Bama and Georgia in the national championship.
3: You got two of four. Well, I mean, Bama was four points away from being there. They were. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Saban didn't start his uh, begging early enough. He should have started out a few weeks earlier. He yes. would have probably been in there. Uh, Adam, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, USC, Pac-12, OK State, Big 12, wild card with Tennessee. Your Man, play, they were looking good, They were, too. Your playoff was Bama, OK State, Ohio State, and Clemson. And you, and you had, had Ohio World State One. and Bama in the national championship. <laughs> so – Ohio State is still the possibility. Uh, let's see, Neil. Wow, wow. Bama, U.S. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bama, NC State, Ohio oh, that State. That's a bad one. USC, Texas, one in the Big Twelve. Tennessee was your wild card as well. Bama, USC, Ohio State, Texas in the playoff. Come on, Ohio State, <laughs> and you had Ohio State and Bama in the national. <laughs> Woo, that's, I actually, when I said Alabama, I meant Georgia.
1: Yeah, I meant the same thing. Did you? Yep. We
0: we all picked Alabama to win the national title, though, well, because we, we all thought they were on a revenge tour. Yeah,
1: they were revenge right to the Sugar Bowl.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Have
3: players sit out. So
0: Wes had Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Utah, Oklahoma, and NC State was his wild card. Bama, Clemson, Utah, Oklahoma in the – You didn't get any of them. In the playoff. Yeah. And Bama and Utah in the national championship. You, Utah messed it all up. Well, at least we're not as bad as that guy.
2: I mean, Oklahoma
0: is yeah. the, the is the shocking one. Yeah. So, I And did, then you I had did. Bryce Young as the uh, – uh, Heisman Trophy winner. We all three had C.J. Stroud, so he and actually the we
1: met Caleb Williams. We did, we did, I th- we did. That's what the C and C.J. stands for, Caleb. <laughs> and so, if you, and if you double the J and flip it around, it's a W. So Williams.
0: Do Do we want to look at any of the NFL stuff or nope or not <laughs> nope?
3: Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I know I had the Packers win the North. That's not looking good.
0: <laughs> I was the only one that had the Vikings. Um. Bucks Bills Super Bowl not looking too hot.
1: I don't know, man. You wait,
3: just wait. I think the Bucks are starting to figure some things out.
0: I'll see what they do. today. A, a win today
1: will be huge.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think the rest of us are. I had the Rams and the Bills and the Rams. Hmm. Man, what a letdown! They've been so hurt though. Injury they injuries hurt. have really got. They've them. hurt me. We wanted to do an old-fashioned Mount Rushmore. Heisman winter edition, right? Mount Rushmore? What's Mount Rushmore? I know. We haven't done one in a long time.
1: (laughs) You know, that's the big rock. It has comedian's faces on it.
2: Oh, our shirt. Yeah. Comedians. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's in like, I don't know. I don't know, like well, Wyoming, Wyoming or something. Yeah, it's in Wyoming. Or like North Dakota or something. I think okay. it's North Dakota.
2: Is it north or south?
1: No, south's below. But is it in south or is it in What north? did I say? All right, so who wants to go first? I'll go first. I are we going to
0: rank them or are we just going to say i I'm just going to tell four. you who I
1: think my top four Heisman Trophy no winners No order at are. all. No, no order. Okay. Because, I mean, obviously you got voted the Heisman Trophy winner. You're pretty dang good.
3: Yeah.
1: So I'm going to kick this show off with the only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, Archie Griffin. If you win the Heisman Trophy two times, I think you have to be in the Mount Rushmore. I agree. So Archie Griffin is 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 there. Do you want me to go and give all, all four of mine? Completely up to you. Okay. I'm going to go with Barry Sanders. That's my number two. Uh, Barry Sanders is my second. I'm going to go with Tim Tebow, the only other person who I think should have won the Heisman two times. And then I'm going to finalize that with Joe Burr. Joe Burrow, who still to this day still might have the greatest Heisman Trophy winning speech ever. It still gives you, still gives me the I, I I watched it today. When he looks at Coach O and says, thank you, I hadn't played football in three years and you took a chance on me, you believed in me, I'm forever grateful and in debt to you. So my four, Archie Griffin, Barry Sanders, Tim Tebow, And Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, he followed that up with they need to give Coach a lifetime contract. That didn't age very well. Yeah.
3: There's a reason players don't make those decisions.
0: Right. That's true. That's true. Coach O never has that if he doesn't have Joe Burr. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, obviously Tim Tebow would be on my list. And if we were ranking them one through four, he would be my number one. And you're right. He should have won. Back-to-back, and not winning that SEC championship game is what cost him that that year. I think
1: what's a bigger travesty, before you go further, Tim Tebow not winning his second or Peyton Manning not winning the one in 97 at all?
0: Oh, definitely that, yeah. Do you think Peyton?
3: They gave it to Charles Woodson. Yeah. Who It was just a ploy for him to play both ways that year just to get him the Heisman.
1: Yeah.
0: He's, the, he's still the only defensive player to ever get it, right? Yeah. yeah. At least in modern era. Yeah. So,
3: I mean, he's got to be on, on Mount Rushmore. Well, it's funny. it's yeah. funny that
0: you say that because Charles Woodson was my, my next uh, choice because he is the only defensive player to ever do it. And then, of course, you have Bo Jackson, quite possibly one of the greatest athletes of all time Yep. that won. And, you know, unfortunately we saw his career end a lot. Sooner than it should have, and then I'm looking at. I think Marcus Mariota had a phenomenal season the year that he won it, and got the the ducks further than anybody else has ever got them, yep. and was just on the cusp of that national championship. That was was that the year that did they lose to Florida State in the championship game, or was it they did they lose to Auburn? Uh, he made the playoff.
3: I think that's when Auburn – that was before playoffs. Was it before the playoff? Yeah, so it was Oregon and Auburn, I think, national championship, right?
0: I think you're right. Well, Cam Newton was already gone, so that wasn't Cam Newton's national no. championship run. I can't remember who the, the quarterback was that year. So, that's my four. uh, Tebow, Woodson, Bo Jackson, Mariota. After a 12-1 regular
1: season, the Ducks were selected to play in the 2015 Rose Bowl, a semifinal game in the college football playoff against Florida State. Mariota was named offensive MVP in a 59-20 victory. With the win, Oregon faced Ohio State in the national championship game.
3: So I was wrong.
1: I was right. It was the college football playoff.
3: I didn't think it was around that – been around that long. I thought
0: – that was Florida State?
1: He beat – that was the year – that was the first year of the college football playoff. <laughs> Florida State won the last BCS national title against Auburn the year before. Okay. And then the only reason they put Florida State and Jameis Winston in the second year was because he was the defending, And they – remember, because they got super ugly at the end of the season. Florida yeah. State did. And uh, they got drummed by Oregon, and then and then Ohio State beat Alabama in the first round of the college football playoffs.
0: That's right, and that was the year Ohio State won. Yep, and the last time they won. Yeah, right. So, okay, Wes, Adam, who's next?
3: I'll go. Uh, I'll go Ricky Williams as one of mine. Solid. I mean, I mean a t- NFL team traded a whole draft just to get him. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, and
1: listen, if they would have just let him smoke pot. Oh, yeah. He would have been one of the greatest running backs of all time.
3: Absolutely. Tim Tebow, I'll go with him. He's probably on any list you want to look at. Uh, Derrick Henry at Alabama. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, was, and then Joe Burr is the last one. Yeah. So they're all kind of from 98 on. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I almost went with Eric Crouch, but it was really hard to put him in the top four.
3: I'm but just, you're a I'm Nebraska just, guy I'm, now.
0: I'm just, well, I, <laughs> almo- I almost went – uh Rashawn, shalom. Sorry,
1: I made that up. Uh, I almost went uh, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen was really good. Uh, also, OJ Simpson. I think they're two honorable mentions. Maybe they're not honorable mentions because that's West. That's right in his wheelhouse. There, so Wes, prime iron cheek.
3: Wes is probably going. Nineteen fifties to sixty range. <laughs>
1: Steve Spurrier number one on your list. <laughs> he is not the galloping
2: geezer. Um, there's a lot of them on my list that are duplicates from you all. Team T- Tim Tebow. Sean Ron Dane. Two, Barry Sanders, which is my favorite player ever. And I think he was uh, deserving of it. Ty Batmer. Bo, Bo Jackson. <laughs> I'll get to that. Uh, Bo Jackson, uh, which is uh, just uh, probably the first freak athlete. You were just like eye-opening freak, freak athlete. My last one is Reggie Bush. His th- That year – that they won the national championship. Didn't they championship. strip that from him? They stripped it from him. And <laughs> it, I think they gave it back to him.
3: No, they did not give it back. Well, that's it, wrong. It's 2005. So if you look at the list, it goes from 2004 to 2006. And they don't recognize oh, Reggie the, Bush.
0: The list I saw had Reggie Bush on it, though. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. So uh, uh, he was pretty phenomenal. And,
3: right you know, here. it
1: is unfair that they don't. Re- like, listen, whatever you want to say about him, what whatever he got accused of then is not a not a violation now. So like, just give the man Like he, Vince Young's the only other player that could have made a case to beat him, and Vince Young's regular season wasn't as great as Reggie Bush's.
2: But I do have a worst four.
1: So you've got this great big
2: uh, Mount Rushmore up there.
3: We're going off the
2: rails, and then you go into the uh, shop and you get the little, the little worst four, and it's about as big as a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Jason White. Quarterback, Oklahoma. Quarterback, Oklahoma. Ty Detmer. (laughs) Yep. Gino uh, Toretta. Toretta. Tortellini. Tortellini. And Johnny
1: Manziel. Johnny Manziel's the worst of that bunch. I don't
3: know. Really? Ty Ty Detmer's pretty bad.
0: In college,
3: Johnny Manziel was electric.
0: He had a phenomenal season that year that he won, though. He did have Mike Evans.
1: You know, it is.
0: That does help. It's It's kind of surprising
1: that and it does it doesn't surprise me with Wes but it kind of surprised me that none of us even mentioned Lamar Jackson uh, I mean the year the year that he won the Heisman, you, you did mention Lamar Jackson I did didn't, I, just but didn't
2: hear I, it? I didn't but he would have been probably fifth or sixth in right my list. I mean
1: just because you, you you talk about years I mean we, we, we didn't mention cam Newton um, in recent history those two the, the the seasons that they put up I mean we haven't we haven't seen anything like it since. Uh, I don't like Louisville, but, man, Lamar was good. Well, and so Sean and I talked last week. Lamar Jackson is in his fifth year, is 25 in his fifth year in the NFL. Stetson Bennett's 25, his fifth year in college. And I'm sitting here, like, scratching my head, like, how did that happen?
3: Right, yeah. So, West Virginia has a player that just entered the transfer portal. He's been at, had college eligibility since 2018. And he's still got one more year of eligibility left.
1: You know a name you could put on there? The only forty seven year old man to win the Heisman?
0: Chris Winky. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did see his name.
3: <laughs> he, he was bad.
0: I mean, Charlie Ward's a, a one that was yeah. pretty high on the list too, because, you know, he played football and basketball, wound up going pro in basketball. Yeah. So And was good for
2: three years, three or four years, and then he was kind of – but he was pretty good in the NBA.
0: Nobody said anything about Kyler Murray and his –
1: Because he's too short. There should be a height requirement to win the Heisman Trophy.
0: I mean –
3: But speaking of – Charlie Ward's not that much taller. Lincoln Riley has produced – he's proven he can produce Heisman winning quarterbacks.
0: Him producing Heisman Heisman quarterbacks is about like Calipari in his his, uh, college – his mm-hmm. one-and-done system. And his one and yep. done system. Which, by the way, there is a remarkable comparison to those two. They can't win the big games. Calipari and Lincoln-Riley, that is.
1: But Calipari has, albeit only one time, Lincoln-Riley has yet to do that. That's, that's the biggest difference.
3: I have to give Calipari credit on that. He has done it at least once. But,
0: but he's now, also been – Coaching five yeah. times as long as Rob that team over, was Rob so had.
3: talented. Well, I'm mean, like anybody could have coached right. well, that team I mean, to a national title. I don't know if anybody
1: could. There's, anybody There's some bad coaches out there.
3: Anybody think of the worst coach? He could have took Anthony Davis <laughs> to a national championship.
0: <laughs> Maybe so.
1: So, guys, I don't know if you've seen this or not, and I know Adam has because he's got his Dookie hoodie on today. So, what do y'all think about? The dunk that Zion Williams had at the end of the Pelicans-Suns game. It was awesome. I think it was great. Yeah. Now, did you hear his press conference? Yes. He said, they beat us in the playoffs. I wasn't there for my guys. This was Zion saying, I'm here now. Yeah. Like, this isn't happening. I don't care who you think you were last year. I'm back. And, and then did you see C.J. McCullough? Well, if they didn't like it. They should have got back and played defense.
3: No, I didn't see that. So Kendrick Perkins tweeted out and was like, why the Suns have problems with the last two points but not a problem with the 136 points they gave
1: up before that. (laughs) He was like,
3: if you had a problem with it,
1: then why didn't you stop the previous 136 buckets?
0: Yeah. I mean, they're playing really good ball right now. Number one seed in the West. Yeah. Zion's playing really good ball.
3: If he stays healthy, he's that's, the MVP. That's going
0: to be key for Zion. Yep. I think not just this season, his entire career. Yep. Um. It looks like he really dedicated the offseason to getting in shape. As, As he def- should be. He's
3: definitely more lean than he was well, last year. I mean, he
0: had, does have the clause in the in the contract. He does he have the, stay, fat he he the fat clause. I forgot about that. He in
2: the contract. <laughs> it's like the collar clause. But, by the way, while we're speaking, they're playing again.
1: Phoenix and New Orleans. Yeah.
3: Why uh, does the NBA do that? Same team back-to-back. Zion in the day, has 28 points. But here's the problem.
1: Whew. Like they'll be back-to-back games, but it's like we'll play in Phoenix and then we're just going to go back to New, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, it's it's,
3: like, it's not the same arena. So
1: dumb. But
3: this is like the the
0: Phoenix Suns have have problems. They they did not get better. Well, no. they couldn't make up their mind what they what they wanted to do with Ayton. Like they wanted to trade him, but nobody would trade for him. So instead of them just letting him go, they just re signed him. Well, because because they're
1: because he was going to be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. And nobody was going to be like, sure, I'll mortgage my future to get a player that might not re sign with me. Right.
0: I'd guarantee it all goes back to when Chris Paul turned thirty seven years old. <laughs> we I, talked about it on the show. I, yeah.
1: I I guarantee that as we move closer to the trade deadline, Ayton's moving out of Phoenix. Now that he's
0: resigned and he's he's got a long term deal, they won't be able to though. But
3: nobody you, will take his contract now. You,
0: well, no, but you. The NBA rules: you cannot trade somebody within the first season after they've resigned a deal. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's the same still, way with uh, with uh, it's LeBron. Still, it's it's till January. Within the calendar, he just signed that
1: deal. I know, right? But but I always thought it was up until a certain point. Like once, like January fifteenth hit, he has like, you can't trade him within like ninety days of signing them or something,
0: is what I thought it was.
3: Hmm.
2: I uh-huh. have no idea. I don't know because I don't watch the NBA.
0: I, I remember them talking about it uh, not being able to tr- to trade LeBron after he re-signed that deal. Let's that see what they, those- they had to wait until after the playoffs in order to be able to do that. Let's so, let's,
1: let's see the old uh, Google machine and see what it does. How long can a
2: player- – Going back to your Chris Paul thing while he looks that up. I mean, he's he's averaging eight, almost nine uh, assists a game. But ten points is not going to get it uh, in the NBA as a starting point guard. I well, mean, he's just – Wasn't you know, it
0: last year in the playoffs that they were, like, dominating – the Mavericks, and then he turned 37 during the series. And that's when Luka went nuts and and came back. And they've not been the same team since.
3: Luka is probably my second favorite NBA player right now.
0: I love Luka. Did you you see last night how they lost? I did not. They lost by one point. He gets a steal, throws it ahead to a dude that's standing underneath the basket, Instead of him going up and dunking it, he goes up like he's going to dunk it and just kind of like lets it go, rims out and comes out, clock goes out. You, you look back and Luka just throws his hands up like, what the flip else do I have to do? So, you were right,
1: and, uh So, that must have been a – because was, this was September 8th of 2022. So, it must have been something that recently changed. A player who signs a designated veteran contract or extension
0: can't be traded for one full year after his signing date. Okay. All right. That – the only reason I knew that is because I'd heard heard them talking about signing LeBron and then turned around trying to trade him, and they can't, you know. So, and I mean, speaking of LeBron, the Lakers have played better lately. I, I think I think Ham actually has kind of a grasp on how to be a head coach. It's just unfortunate that he doesn't have a lot of talent to, to, to have. You know? Well,
1: and that they mortgaged their entire future to get Anthony Davis –
0: yeah.
3: And Russell Westbrook.
0: Which
1: Russell's gone at the end this year anyway.
0: Right? I would I would I would think so.
3: Russ is playing really good right now because they've got him and LeBron away from each other.
1: Yeah. Right. They let because they're both ball dominant guards, yes. they let Russ run the second string and they let LeBron run the first string and they're not on the court together at the same time.
0: Right. They may trade him at some point, but as of right now they they have no plans on that.
1: I mean, the only way I think they could potentially trade him is if at the trade deadline they're so far out of the playoffs, and there is a playoff team that could use a Russell Westbrook to get them over the hump. Let's say they're they're play they're, they're playing game teams, and they think that may get them up to the six, you know, the five or six seed if they have Russ the rest of the way. But they're not going to get much for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cleveland's playing really well. That that trade for Donovan Mitchell.
1: Here's the thing with Donovan Mitchell, and I and I've thought about this often. Is it's going to be interesting to see if Donovan Mitchell re-signs with Cleveland? Because I think well, he's he's got like three years left on his contract. Yeah. Um. Because they gave up a lot for him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if when he can start negotiating uh, a, a, a new deal, if he will sign long term with Cleveland.
0: I think that all depends on what their performance and. How they you know handle it I feel like that Cleveland has gotten better at understanding how to manage in the upper office, right. you know it's like it was sloppy whenever LeBron was there, yeah, they had they have you know hot stuff Eddie Gilbert or whoever it is that's <laughs> running uh,
1: running the show there, and he he t- when 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 LeBron left, he was like, "I guarantee you." We will win an NBA championship. I, I don't know why he sounded like Richard Nixon or Ross Perot or something. <laughs> I guarantee we'll win an NBA championship before LeBron and the Miami Heat does. Well, well, that ain't happening. Who just scored a touchdown?
0: Russell
3: Russ Wilson's cooking now. He's
0: cooking now. Unfortunately, he threw it to my opponent's wide receiver, <laughs> Jerry <so>. Judy. <laughs> well, you know, but
1: so so you got all this going on, like. I think you are right. There are people. There, there's not a whole lot of Al Davises in in, in ownership anymore in pro sports. That's just like, boy, he sure is
3: fast. We're going to sign him. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has gotten better. He still holds on to Zeke. Tony Pollard is the best back on that team.
1: But Zeke has made himself useful this year. They have figured out. He scored a sure touchdown today.
3: Yeah, because Tony Pollard gets him down there, and then they let Zeke run at him from the two. Every time
1: I think him and Zeke, I think Tony Pollard and Zeke are becoming a two-headed monster. Like it's like it's because it was a couple weeks ago that Zeke got all the carries and he ran for like one thirty-five or something. So Zeke is still, which my wife doesn't know a whole lot about football, and she we were watching that game. I mean, was it Thanksgiving, yeah, and she was like because they were talking about uh, was it were they on CBS,
3: uh, Fox, I think Fox with.
1: With uh, Witten, Witten, Olsen? anyway, one of them said, "Man, Zeke sure is looking fast today." And my wife goes, "That guy, that guy doesn't look like he could be fast." <laughs> and I was, I was like, "I was like, honey, he's he he is. Well, he sure doesn't look like it. <laughs> he, he he's pretty fast."
0: I agree with Lucy. He doesn't look it. <laughs> he, he's not taller than um, Tony Pollard fast though. No. So.
1: The next topic I want to talk about, I think we still have a little bit of time.
0: We do. Um,
1: what about the ridiculousness? And we've we've done whole episodes on this before. The ridiculousness and absurdity of these baseball contracts specifically. Oh. They're so bad.
0: Like but but that's but that's the norm now, I guess. So I'm it's I, that's a good topic. I I'm you saw that Xander Bogart signed with the Padres, right? It's the fourteenth shortstop that the San Diego Padres have. Yeah. <laughs> so there were Aaron Judge and I was one of the pitchers, I can't remember who it was. Not a belly itcher. That was being pursued by the Padres pretty heavily. And wound up the Padres wound up not being an option for either one of them. Because rumor has it that when Soto's deal comes up, he's not staying there. And Machado's can uh, opt out at the end of this year. And there's like two or three others that are all on these contracts that could potentially be gone short term. And that only left Tatis Jr. there. And nobody likes – he's not a very good teammate apparently – and they don't know that he's going to really want to move to the outfield. So, like, that dude got money too early and feels like – and he's acting like his worth is a lot more than what it is, and nobody wants to play with him. Well, I – so, on TikTok this week,
1: I stumbled across this guy who he did, like, a stitch to a previous video that he had done before the baseball season started, and he guaranteed that – Jacob deGrom was going to sign with the Texas Rangers. Uh, And and he said it was going to be a lengthy deal worth worth a lot of money, which Jacob deGrom signed. He also came out this week and said that with their farm system, he thinks that the Texas Rangers can put together a package attractive enough to the Padres for a player like Fernando Tatis. So he's also projecting that
0: Fernando Tatis gets moved this year. I could see that because. Well, as, if this is the truth, if he's really not a good te- teammate, then you got to get rid of him in order to be able to hope to re sign Soto. And... Well, so the San Diego Padres
1: went all in last year. Yeah. And it looks like they're trying to continue to go all in this year. If they don't win the World Series, it's all for naught.
0: It's going to be a $40 billion bust. Bust. I like mean. you've gotten, like you've, you've, plundered your whole
2: farm system. I mean, the Dodgers did the same thing. They did finally win one, but they did the same thing and and lost in the playoffs. First round this year. Yeah, uh, first well, round this I year. Mean, and, and before their World Series uh win, it was like in the
1: championship series
2: and maybe the second round that um well, I mean,
1: they have already lost Cody
2: Bellinger. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh
2: I don't think that's a huge loss. He
1: only right got now. 1 year 17 mil. Uh, right. it's that's a, a prove it. it's a, a proven yeah. it deal. Right. But what you're going to see, and I say that because you're going to start seeing the pieces fall away. I mean, as did the Cubs. The, the Cubs tried to right. go all in, and then yep. they had to break it all up. Uh, you're going to start seeing that with the Dodgers. And then you look at the moves they've made and the money that, like, they're going to be in the, the crapper. Like, yeah. like they're
0: going to be bad for a few years. Yeah. Well, you know, if you look back in history, you, you've always seen these teams be able to to buy World Series. The Marlins have done it twice. Right. right. And right around, right after they do that, they turn around and tear the team down. Well, the Nationals essentially did the same thing a few years ago. They gave all that money to Strasburg and they gave all that money to, uh, Scherzer and they got their World Series. And then the following year, everybody got hurt and now nobody's left there. They're all, well, I mean, Strasburg's still there, but it, Lord, he's been hurt for like three years in a row. Yeah. And, uh, and Scherzer's gone, Harper's gone, and, uh, I think this is the new model of that is let's give five guys a 10-year, $500 million contract, and but when it's not working. You know, they went in on all those pitchers a couple of years ago, the Padres did, and Mike Clevenger wound up hurt and only pitched for him for like a half a season, and he's gone. But he, it, he, he signed with somebody else.
1: But, well, I mean, you Darvish
0: never worked out. No, he had that one one really good year. I mean, he's still there. But he's not what they thought. He's not what they spent the money on. Yeah. And they're they're really good at spending money, but I don't know that they're really good on spending money on the right guys. Now Juan Soto obviously is is a legit talent. Yep. And but Xander Bogarts apparently, like Boston was fifth on the list of his offers. And if the team that raised you from a little bitty kid doesn't want to pay you, yeah. That says something to me. Well,
1: it's no different than in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You you look at Le'Veon Bell a few years ago. They used everything Le'Veon Bell had, and then he was like, I want paid. And they're like, okay, go get paid somewhere else because we're not going to pay you. And everybody was like, oh, my God, the Steelers let let Le'Veon go. Ah!" And he was trash because the Steelers knew that we got you a fair deal. But you're not good anymore. Like, we've used you.
2: What you just said proves everything that we've talked about before and what we're talking about now. You have to be in the right market to be able to pull that off. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Rams is the first team that I've seen in a long time that's been able to do that in the NFL. Yeah, because Because they're in the right market. They were able to bring a bunch of guys in. The way the NFL does it now to where you can move a bunch of their – uh, money to signing bonus and still um still make your salary cap, you know, work. Yeah. Um, that's the first time that I've been able to see that in the NFL. But the ML, MLB, you have to be in the right market because the only person the only team that is ran correctly outside of that type of market is Tampa Bay. Yeah. The only team.
0: You know it's interesting. It's interesting that you bring that up with the Rams because they traded away two first-round picks for Matt Stafford right. to the to Detroit, where it looks like that golf is absolutely resurrecting his career. I, like he's going to stay in Detroit, right? Sure. They're, they're not drafting a they're not drafting a a, repla- a starting quarterback to replace him at this point.
1: Turn your head and golf.
0: <laughs> That's a good
3: one. <laughs>
1: It's a new fantasy
2: football so, name.
0: Speaking of
3: Detroit, though, we, we've we said on this show, money drives everything. Yeah. How was Detroit a two-and-a-half point favorite against 10-2 and two Minnesota today? Obviously,
0: they showed. And hey. they won. Check this at, out. At, at home, okay. Yeah. And they've played super great at home. 19 of Goff's 21 touchdowns have come, from, uh, come at home. So you look at that. But the Rams are sucking this year. So that first-round draft pick they gave away yeah. is going to wind up giving Detroit a top-ten pick. Yeah, That's like not them being bad in the top ten. They nailed their draft last year. D.J. Chark has resurrected his career. And uh, Jameson gets his first touchdown today. D.J. Chark. D.J. Chark. D.J. Chark. So, they'll Dude. be able to take the DJ Chart. I'm done. Jerry got me, <laughs> do, 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 do. I hate you, too. So, but they'll be able to take their first-round picks and focus on defense because they really don't need it on offense right now. I mean, they've got the wide receiver core set. I just – they might draft a quarterback somewhere in the draft. It's a pretty deep quarterback draft. I just don't see Plus them wasting said. a first-round pick on that. They need other they
2: need other pieces. They need defense. So I mean in the second, third, fourth round, they could take one and still have a decent quarterback. So
1: I know we keep teasing and we've talked about this amongst ourselves that we're gonna do a conspiracy show, right? Well one of the conspiracies is that I've read that I've been hearing about a lot recently, is the NFL is an entertainment industry.
3: It's not a sports. It's industry. not a sports industry. I, I've seen that. And
1: with it being an entertainment industry, the NFL can manipulate games legally and have outcomes happen and things go on without it being illegal because
0: it's an, it's it's predetermined. Um, so, and, so are we saying that Roger Goodell and Vince McMahon are aren't that different? Yeah, uh, and I
1: mean, you know
3: Triple H, Vince McMahon's gone.
1: It's kind of it's kind of one of those things that. <laughs> It seems far-fetched, but the more I read about it, the more I see and I'm like,
0: wait, what, like what Mark th- Ingram? Yeah, I was going to say what you said about Mark Ingram last week.
1: Yeah. And it's you got or the non-call in the Rams uh in the Rams Saints playoff game when on the yep. pass interference when he like mugged him before the ball was even there, like you see, there's lots of things happen that you're like
3: I don't really know. What, what about the Rams' 98-yard drive to win the game the other night? Right. How's that happen? They haven't had Zero drive. timeouts.
1: With a guy that's been in town for 24 hours.
3: Yeah. they <laughs> How's they that said. Happen?
1: Listen, they said that Baker Mayfield was going to the line, and he was going, four, four. Like, I need four yards. I don't care how you get there. Go four yards. <laughs> like, that's how he, he was like, seven, Seven yards.
3: Russ just threw another touchdown pass. He's cooking. Look out. It was, once again, to Jerry Judy. (laughs) Of course it was. And it was for 73
1: yards.
0: Five yards. But um, He hasn't thrown two touchdown passes in a game all year. What
1: was it? I saw uh, at one point uh, there was a running back that had threw a touchdown this year. At one point. Uh, he had thrown more touchdowns in Denver than Russ Wilson had this year. It was it was funny. I don't know, but these contracts are ridiculous. They're they're getting out of hand. Um, but we're not. I mean, obviously, we're going to see a five hundred million dollar player soon.
2: If if they're going to pay somebody the money, that's fine. Don't put. 11 years on a guy and make him be there until he's 41, 42,
1: 43. Trey That's Tur- just stupid. Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts, neither one will see the end of their contract. No, it's just what has anybody in the MLB, MLB
2: seen learned anything from Joey Votto's contract?
0: Or uh, nobody. Even Pujols. I mean, of course, he outplayed his. Have you? There's a guy on TikTok there's lots that, of guys <laughs> that uh, that has been simulating these these contracts. Have you seen yes. any of them? Yes. So, like, he simulated Trey Turner's and Bogarts. Yep. Both of them wind up retired or in the minor leagues with three to four years on their contracts left. Video game wise, other than the dude that that that. Uh, that does the Madden simulation where he goes ahead like thirty years. By the way and Tom Brady's Tom Brady's still
1: seventy years old. By the way, you sent me that the other day and I never answered. I just realized that that's not the guy that I watch. Oh, it's not. There there's a guy that he like he starts a franchise and the way he, he always sims twenty years into the future. He said, I want basically all created players. That way you kind of build your own superstars. And the first one I watched of him, Saquon Barkley, was still hanging around. <laughs> and I was like, that's totally fantasy. There's no way Saquon – but, like,
0: he was still, like, a 73. It, it's almost like they – when when they're making the game, they forget to click that button that says retire at certain age. Yeah. But Tom Brady was 70 years old and third on the depth chart.
2: Well – they're taking into consideration modern medicine, and in 10 years you can make robo- ro- robotic uh, knees to where you could just replace them and then be able to just not be able to be hurt by hey, your by knees way, anymore. I,
1: Wes, I don't know if you know this or not, but they have basically robotic knees now that you can get your knees replaced with.
2: I mean, it's uh, my dad had both of his knees replaced. I thought you were about your dad's butt. No. no. Like,
1: <laughs> we don't need to know about Mr. Crouch's butt. Nope.
2: nope. And they're not robotic. Papa butt.
0: <laughs> Papa butt. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. All right. Anybody got got anything else Will wrap this show up?
1: Actually, I do. I do have something else. Okay. So I've teased a gift all week long. (gasps) And I felt like on the show would be the perfect time to unveil it. God, what the heck is that? (laughs) I have a thumb wrestling kit. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that our listeners, our loyal listeners, we got – Tens and tens of listeners. <laughs> they know that uh, we've become fans of Southern Indiana Regional Wrestling, and they've met some of our some of our folks. So I thought I saw this, and I thought I was like, "What a better thing than we can go on TikTok and we can have thumb wrestling matches." The way that would work out is you just take your little mask off there. Adam's across the table, so I'll give Adam the green mask there.
2: You know, if you got a toe for a thumb, that don't work very well.
1: (laughs) No, but it'd be a wet William. (laughs) So so we may have to, like, grip hands there, and then it's like, one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war, and then... (laughs) Oh, oh! Ah. Coming up, you're trying to unmask me. Oh, yeah. Nine, two, three! <laughs> no, no! It's literally break currently, so it's oh no! Trace! tries, Oh my
2: god! Did you say goal? <laughs> yo
3: You think you can unmask me in front of my family and there's no consequence? <laughs> <laughs> take, take a shot! <laughs>
1: But I saw that. And obviously, we need to perfect that a little better. I think the ring needs to be a little further down. But I think that this could be some quality TikTok isms.
2: Oh, no, there's no question.
1: I've not seen thumb wrestling on the TikTok. I'm gonna get one of the little on,
2: mics like they use on
1: TikTok and on the ticker <laughs> and put it up there too. Well, you would have to. Oh yeah. You would have, <laughs> you'd have to interview me. It's like
2: so. Nacho,
1: how does it feel to unmask el Diablo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> My name's Bad Bob Nightingale. I may have just a, m- a mask on, but <laughs> I'm about to speak in English.
1: so I think we can have a lot of fun with that.
3: <laughs> I, I mean we just had a really good competitive we 20 did. second match. 20
0: second match? So is, is it best two out of three? No, not this
2: time I no don't... that's the, that's for that's the Iron Man match. <laughs>
0: The Iron Thumb match.
2: The iron Thumb match. Oh, there's Thumb Dibiase. The,
1: the million dollar man, Thumb Dibiase. The thousand dollar thousand dollar man.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, on that on that note, we will wrap us episode up. Oh 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 oh.
2: Are you gonna up. Are you gonna spin the wheel? For have you picked your final team? It was you the were, Dolphins. You were going to do it on the air. You were going
3: to do it on the air. It
2: was supposed to have been last week. I, you're right. It was supposed to be last week. And, and you I,
3: didn't do it. I didn't. So, are you going to ride the Dolphins? The reason he didn't tell us is
2: the reason he didn't money. because he was like, ah, you know what, you're right. I'm just going to stick with the Bears because <laughs> made it. To the Bears made it to the final three. At least you had the Dolphins.
0: The Dolphins or the Bears would have been. Fine. So, some background to that, because we never talked about it on the show, is I decided that I was going to just put all the NFL teams on a wheel and every day I was going to eliminate someone. So, for 32 days, I eliminated teams and it got down to the Bears, the Ravens, and the Dolphins, the final three. The Bears got eliminated then, and then it was the Dolphins and the Ravens and the Dolphins wound up. The Honey Porpoises. Running. Hey, so in full disclosure, I had
1: to message Adam one day and be like, "Why is Sean eliminating teams?" <laughs> I had to fill him in on
3: what was
0: because going you didn't watch the TikTok that I sent. Well, no, no, I didn't no watch the TikTok
1: then. Yeah. I, and and usually, if you just wait around, I'll probably send it to you at some Why point, didn't like, you just well, ask? Well, because I wanted to just act like I was. I was like, "Ha ha ha! Yeah, <laughs> down go the
3: Jets." <laughs> Boo! And I texted Adam. I was like, what why doing? is he getting the teams? <laughs> and, and I texted him. I was like, he thinks it's going to be his fandom. But at the end of the day, we both know he's not going to choose whatever team the will lands on.
0: It is kind of surprising that the Bears stayed there that long, though, right?
3: <laughs> because he – oh, the Bears just
0: – Oh, the we'll oh, be Bears let spin, spin again. None of us saw it. I so never did that. Re-spin. Re-spin. I never did that. So, but anyways. All right. Well, another great show. And – uh Make sure you tune in next week, because next week will be our Santa show.
1: Hey, real quick. Uh-huh. If you follow us on social media, we are putting out our 12 days of Christmas, the 12 most listened to so- uh, songs uh, <laughs> chosen by you, the audience. <laughs> if you follow us on social media, we have been doing the 12 days of Christmas. Each day, we have released uh, one of our top 12 most Listen to most downloaded shows, so it's a good chance to take a walk down memory lane. Uh, and if you're
0: a new listener and haven't heard those, go back and listen to them. Right.
1: Uh, I think Twitter is where you have them now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna help you try to get them out on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, be looking on for that on all social media platforms, as long as all social media platforms include Twitter
0: and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, all right. Well, guys, we will. See you all next time. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.